Hi everyone, thanks again for tuning into Sin's Workshop. So today we're going to be talking about Bloodleaf by Crystal Smith. So, um, it's been remarked that this novel is sort of a retelling of The Goose Girl by the Brothers Grimm. I, you know, on some level it is. You know, it follows Princess Euralia. She is forced to take on the name of a servant as her uh, friend takes her identity through some treachery. That's pretty much where I think the similarities of this novel kind of end, because it becomes something else entirely, you know? There's a lot of history to this novel, there's a lot of magic to this novel, and I really did like all the history and the magic and the development of the plot. I thought it was really interesting and thoroughly engaging. But for the most part, I really don't see how this novel really is a retelling of Goose Girl because the similarities end very early on. Now, as far as the story goes, you know, I thought it was a really interesting story. I did think it moved at, you know, really well. It was very well paced. Let me just say that. It was a very well paced novel. It flows immaculately. You kind of don't want to put it down because it feels like it's such a quick read, but there's so much that happens in the story and in the development of the story, and I thought it was very well done. I thought it was very well executed. And ultimately, you know, I think it's really good. You know, I think her dynamics with the characters are good, and I think it, I think it is a good story. You know, Princess Aurelia, she's forced to flee her kingdom um, because her kingdom hates magic users they they don't like witchcraft at all and she is a witch you know she does have magic it's blood magic um she doesn't use it because she's afraid of being caught but she does use it to save someone's life um you know and that sends her on the run she has to go to a foreign kingdom and it's while she's on this journey to the foreign kingdom that she's betrayed and forced to take on the identity of a servant. Now, when she enters this kingdom, there is a lot that happens. There is so much that happens, actually. Um, this kingdom is protected by a sort of magical wall. And what's happening is the wall coming down. Someone is sacrificing things in order to bring down this magical wall. For what reason? We don't know until the very end, but it creates a lot of intrigue and it creates a lot of mystery for the development of the story. Now, Euralia, she doesn't really care much about it. You can't really blame her. She has so many other things to worry about, like her mother being held hostage by her kingdom, by her brother sort of being held hostage by the people who betrayed her, by so many things. You know, she she has so many personal things that she has to worry about being found alive by the people who betrayed her. You know, she has to live her life in secret. Um, but being a blood mage has made her essential to Zan. Um, and Zan is very... He's very concerned about the well-being of his people and his city. And you have to... Um, it's... It's a very admirable quality with Zan. And she can't help but help him because he is 
related to someone she highly respects. Uh, she is related to someone she respects quite dearly, so she does help him, and by helping him, you know, she discovers so much more about her power, she discovers so much more about the history of the wall, and that's really where the story starts to really get engaging and interesting, and this is where it really starts to break off from the classic fairy tale. There's a lot of history in this novel, and I always love it when authors trickle in a story's past, a story's history, you know, the history of the world. And I, that goes to say, you know, that the world building is very well done. I think the world building is executed very well. You get an idea of these two kingdoms, um, what they look like, how they live, and how different they are. You, you get an idea of the politics in the story. And I pretty much liked it you know I thought it was super engaging I thought it was very compelling but I think what's really interesting with the novel is the paranormal aspect of it there are lots of ghosts in this story you know Aurelia she can see ghosts and I think that's really interesting because one ghost likes to show her death premonitions of death. You know, she calls her the Harbinger. And the Harbinger is actually really important to the story, but you don't really know that at the beginning. And I love how these ghosts kind of play in the story, how the reader really gets to see and develop, not see and develop, but the reader gets to really see the parts that these ghosts play in the story. And I really loved how that worked out, I I didn't see it coming, you know, I, I liked the unpredictability of it, I liked the intrigue and the mystery that wound itself around this one ghost and its connection to Euralia, um, and I thought it was really well done, ultimately. So that goes in hand with the pacing. You know, the story is paced very well. It builds the mystery, builds the intrigue very well. And it's really cool, you know, to see this story unfold. And when you get to the end, you're like, whoa, that was a good story. Now, um, that being said, while I did love the character dynamics, I thought they were very well done. And I just had an issue with Euralia. She doesn't really change much in the story. Um, she doesn't really go through a lot of development. And I think that's mainly because she's very headstrong in the beginning of the story. You know, she's a very headstrong character. And I just didn't I didn't see a lot of growth for her character now that's not to say she was poorly written you know as far as characters go I did like her I just don't think she grew enough her magic grew yes her understanding of her magic grew her understanding of the world grew yes but her personality her sense of right and wrong it pretty much stayed the same because 
she already started with a very strong idea of right and wrong and morality. You know, she already had a strong sense of who she is. And ultimately, I I just I guess what I'm saying is I wanted more from her. I wanted more of her personality. I wanted more from her. I wanted her to grow more. And, I mean, yeah, that's basically it. I really wanted Aurelia to grow more. She becomes a great character, sure. She is a good character. But she doesn't grow, and after the fact, she is a little bit forgettable, unfortunately. Um, she is a little forgettable because it's she's just the same, you know? She's just, she starts off the same way as she ends. And that's why I, while I enjoyed this novel, I didn't, I don't really think it's, you know, it's, it's, it's not an amazing or great novel. It's just good. You know, it is a good novel. It does have an excellent story to it. Lots of ghosts, lots of fantasy, lots of magic. Um, I think it's really cool and interesting to see this idea of magic kind of flipped on its head. You know, usually if you have magic, you're part of the hierarchy. But in this case, if you have magic, you are burned or hung. So I did like that. I don't think there's enough of that in fantasy. I, I think, you know, if you have magic, you being part of the hierarchy is pretty much a trope of fantasy writing nowadays. So it was nice to see that. But, you know, at the end of the day, while it was a good story, you had, and while the character dynamics were well done, you still have an ultimately forgettable protagonist. That being said, you know, I do recommend Bloodleaf. Um, I give Bloodleaf three and a half stars. You know, it's a good novel. Not quite great, but it's a good novel. Um, so, Bloodleaf by Crystal Smith gets three and a half stars. If you want to go ahead and purchase the book, I suggest purchasing it off of bookshop.org because a percentage of proceeds from that website do go to supporting local booksellers. If money is too tight, uh, please check out the book from your local library. And please support me. Uh, you can become a supporter on Anchor for only 99 cents a month. Those proceeds go directly to make helping Sin's Workshop become even better. Or, you know, you can just support me by liking this following me on Spotify and sharing with your fellow book lovers. I hope you all have a great rest of your day, and as always, happy reading.